The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. Did me from behind, which felt great. Stay woke, bitches. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and I'm a little pissed, guys. A little pissed off this week. Uh, my my good pal, partner in crime, brother from another mother, uh, the Swaven Day Boner, uh, Mr. Jason Koops, cannot join me this week. So I took I took to my uh, my text and my, my phone and all of that, and I got a hold of my good pal. Mr. Seth Alney. <sighs> yes. What's up, brother? Bro, things are good, man. Yeah? I'm, I'm, I'm real happy to be here. I'm, yeah. You this know, is, uh, nice. I'm happy that you agreed to do this. Stoked, actually. Absolutely. You know, it kind of worked out yeah. nice because Sethy Poo was actually supposed to be on another show tonight, and they kind of flaked out. And I was like, I'm going to snatch this sexy bastard up, like, before anybody else can. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, man. It was like, it was just like a, a gift from heaven, man. I was it like, was. oh, darn it. And then I was like, oh, oh wait. Oh, wait. This is, this is a million times better. So that's I'm all right. good. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, it was like kismet, right? It's like just written in the stars. This was supposed to happen. Yes. That's the most perfect word for it. Kismet. <laughs> right. I, I love it. Right. Oh, my gosh. So for those of you that don't know, Mr. Seth Alney here is a documentary filmmaker. Um, he's also a, a very big, integral part of the Terrify Entertainment uh, that I'm also yes. a part of. And I mean, so, yeah, we, we make some films together. We do some things together, some stuff and things. Oh, yeah. On occasion. Yep. <laughs> now, I, I do want to get into this, though, because Seth, my friend... You have some stuff coming out. Uh oh, I no. lost you. No, you didn't. What the hell? Just what happened? Oh my god! I have no idea what just. I'm so sorry, Josh. I don't know what just happened. Oh my god! Oh my god. Seth, <laughs> I was like, Josh, you just got sucked into the earphone and it's gone, and now I'm back. I like it. I like we're it. We're good. We're we're good. We're solid. Sweet. So so so, so sorry. No, it's fine. I was what I was gonna say though is that you have. A, a pretty cool documentary that you're currently editing right now. You're working on this right now. Why don't you tell us a little bit Correct. about that? Yeah, absolutely, man. It's uh, it's definitely my biggest. I, sh- I shouldn't say mine. It's our my crew's biggest uh, project to date. It's uh, called Squatch Iowa. Yes, and uh, it it kind of has roots going back an entire decade. Um, when we were still just fully into ghost hunting and uh, when we were, I mean, it was, I mean, it's been what, eight years, something like that. We uh, made a documentary about ghosts in Iowa and all we wanted to do was show uh, like everybody show the world that Iowa was a very haunted location. Like no TV shows, nothing was coming to Iowa. Right. All they cared about was Velisca. That is it. <laughs> and that's all and, that exists. <laughs> <laughs> seriously. And I, I was like, I, I, we need to show people. So 
you know, over a year's time. And uh, it, it, I think it helps showcase some players. Right? Did I just lose you again? Yeah, a little bit. But it, it's really weird because when you say you lose us, like you become crystal clear. In the, in the, okay, that. I don't understand oh. what's going on. <laughs> I think it's my it's my earphones. I'm just going to. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't know what's going on with them. They're like beeping and then. Um, I, I apologize, Jess. No, you're Here, fine. Take over, for, take over for a second. I'll be right back. No, Let me see if I can fix this. No problem at all. So, guys, while we're taking uh, a little break, real quick, I'm going to throw out the phone number. It's 913-730-7255. Give us a call. Shoot us a text message if you want. And also, make sure to head over to podbelly.com. If you go to Podbelly, they are our uh, network that we are on. Cruise over to podbelly.com. Check out some of the amazing, amazing podcasts that they have over there, uh, like Breakers Podcast, uh, Kim and Ket Stay Alive, Maybe. They also have the Lost Boys of Hannibal. Uh, my gosh, guys, there's so much going on over there. The Dark Multiverse of Stephen King, an amazing podcast as well. Of course, you also have Sofa King Podcast, The Pie Cast as well. One hour photo podcast and so many more guys, but cruise over to podbelly.com. Let them know that we sent you. Give them some love for sure. And all right. Let's see if we got Mr. Seth back. All right, let's let's give this one more shot. If you... if it doesn't work, then I'm just gonna go directly to speaking into the phone. Hey, whatever, man. <laughs> whatever works. It doesn't matter. So like you were saying uh, though, you were talking like this is kind of Almost a, the better part of a decade in the making for Squatch yeah, yeah, Iowa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And so, yeah, like I was saying, with we released Haunted Iowa, and then years and years went by. And, and the biggest thing, we always were interested in, in Bigfoot and all that stuff, but we were always focused on ghosts. And uh, my brother left the field, the paranormal field, because he had some really horrible incidents. And so after a few years of running it solo, I was like, I miss like working with my brother. I want to, yeah. I want to get back into the way it used to be. And so we started talking and we we're like, dude, let's, let's get into Bigfoot. Let's yes. just completely shift our team <laughs> to Bigfoot. So man, we like, yeah, we completely just revamped and changed our full focus. And I was like, all right. So the last time we had a surge in our team, we made a documentary showing why Iowa is haunted. Now, yeah. let's show everybody that there's Bigfoot in Iowa. And that's even a bigger challenge than showing ghosts in Iowa. Dude, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, be- because you, you tell the, the, a stranger passing by, like, hey, you know, where do you think Bigfoot is? And if they believe, they're going to tell you, oh, you know, California, Oregon, Washington, yes. Canada, those big mountainous wooded areas. Well, I'm going to be like, well, hey, did you know Iowa? Ha, right. Like, <laughs> They're no, like, yeah. No one, yeah, <laughs> like you're going to get, oh, that, that flat corn, corn-filled corn place has Bigfoot, my right. arse. Like, yeah. no, one, no one's going to buy it. Like, yeah, good talk, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> and so, but we knew differently because we had had run-ins and it started 10 years back in 2009 when we had our first encounters. So, okay. And about, yeah, yeah. about that, about like this first Sasquatch encounter. Okay. Now I've yes. heard this story before and right. huh, 
It is goddamn. It is terrifying. Okay, so like, run me, run us, run us through this again. I'm, I'm a- absolutely. I'm setting myself um, up to not sleep tonight, but that's okay. <laughs> God. So, so the funniest part was was so obviously we had been like dabbling and checking some stuff out, and <clears throat> we lived in Waterloo, Cedar Falls area in Iowa, and uh, I looked up claims around Waterloo. And I found out that there's this one park literally smack dab in between Waterloo and Cedar Falls, right next to the highway. And there was a story of a guy in the seventies who had an encounter with Bigfoot. And yeah. I was like, Oh, that's pretty that's pretty cool, but man, that's like the smallest amount of woods that a Bigfoot could be in. Like that just sounds ridiculous. Sure. So we had been to these woods, we'd been in them like in the daytime. And we decided to go out one night. But the thing was, is we weren't going out to Bigfoot hunt. There was actually a, an abandoned greyhound park where they used to race greyhounds. Yes. And it was next to these woods. And we had been in there a couple times. And I'm not going to confirm or deny if we'd been stopped by the police. But <laughs> we had been stopped by the police. <laughs> so I'm like, we got to figure out a better way to do this. Because yeah. we were parking on the side of the highway and just like, walk in right out in broad daylight i'm like well frick let's just park at these woods yes walk on through and go into the and do some urban exploring so we i mapped out a a trail that we could take dude we we took i think it was uh five of us maybe we parked our car middle of the night or it was like early uh 10 o'clock something like that parked our car walked through the woods 20 minutes took us 20 minutes walked right out and it's it's like picture a rectangle and you're you parked we parked on the one corner and then walked out on the opposite corner and we do our thing we explore the greyhound park chill for a while we're like all right let's head back i'm not kidding man we we walk into the woods and within within five minutes i'm not it wasn't even it was five minutes we are like getting the creeps and yeah. we're getting confused and we're like, this is the way we took, right? Yeah. 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 And the further we walked, we w- would stop and we would hear like these thuds behind us, like loud, heavy footsteps. And I'm like, what is going on? And instantly my brain's like thinking back to that 1970s story just because, <laughs> Because most people think rational, like, oh, it's, you know, just a deer. Me, I instantly go to the weird. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and so, so there had been a lot of rain before that night, and there was a lot of areas that were flooded in this trail. And right after these footsteps, we would hear, like, once or twice, I can't remember, but this big, heavy something going into water. Like, uh... it was just a big, like, like I would say maybe 25 feet behind us. And I'm like, all right, it's time to go. Like I'm, I'm ready to roll. And so we go and we, we come to where we swear, Josh, that we had crossed on the way to the Greyhound park and it's flooded. Like you shouldn't walk through this. You're going to get soaking wet. Yeah. And so we're at like this T and I'm like, okay, well we need to figure out how to get around. So I walked out one way looking for a way and my brother and my cousin stay right there and like they don't move 
while I'm down the way with my with the two other guys who are with us, Jesse and Tyler watch something approach them from the other side of the flood, uh, and it's huge. Yeah. As Jesse says, he said it was like eight eight and a half foot tall, probably dark, like black, black as night, and it walks up to this tree, and it's got little glowing red eyes. Oh my god! It's staring at it's staring at them done and it just yeah i know right no jesse and tyler jesse and tyler are just frozen like they're just staring at this yeah thing. like what do you do and they're yeah exactly like i don't even i still to this day i'm like if i would have been there i don't know what i would have done <sighs> if i would actually saw this and so there was this down like pretty much a tree like it was a hefty hefty branch like he, Jesse said, imagine it would take about two of us. Yeah. And it was laying on another tree, so it was like a teeter-totter. Oh, and he man. said it would take probably two of us to push down on one end to lift the other end that was on the ground. Yeah. He said this thing leaned on it and just pushed it down with one arm. <sighs> and it just slowly rises in the air. And right then... Jesse finally snaps out of it, and he goes, holy crap, there's a Bigfoot over there. <laughs> and I take off, like, I hear this. I'm, like, running back to them. Right when he screams this, this, this is what I remember first, is the loud crash. Yeah. Because right when he screams this, this squatch or whatever the frick it was, let's go free. It literally flips, does a 180 in the air, oh and crashes into the leaves and trees around it. Just then, Josh, it's like a truck driving woods. And what are we? What are we stupid doing? We are running after it. We literally <laughs> just run through the puddle or through the flood and just chase it. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> we want to know what it is. Yeah. So guys, now now you understand how it was Seth impossible. Right. Now you get, guys, how Seth investigates, okay? <laughs> and he investigates ed- everything the same. He is the guy that's going to run towards the source, yeah, okay? You Josh, you remember <laughs> You remember uh, Malvern last year when yes. I saw the Shadow Man at the yes. end of the hall? What did I do? I yeah. took off yeah. <laughs> the best. Oh my God, man! I just—that's just, what I do, man. I don't—I—I I honestly never know what I'm gonna do if I catch it. But, bro, I tell you, like it's so weird to me. Like, but yeah, so, the, the idea of like Sasquatch, and then in the, that one. I think I'm losing you, Bell. I, I think, think I'm. Yeah, I'm going in and out, but I got you right now. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I got okay. you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let me know if you start losing me again. I'll I'll just say I'll just throw these earphones in the. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't think it's the I don't think it's the ear earphones at all. I think it's the uh, I think it's the Iowa internet is what it is. Oh yeah, it could be that or the New York internet because it's it's pretty podunk out here as well. <laughs> Dude, I hear you. I hear you. Uh huh. <laughs> but yeah, so. So after that, um, again, remember how it took us 20 minutes to get yes. from our car yes. from one corner to another corner 
Josh, after that happened, we wandered around. It, some people remember it as two hours. I remember it as four hours. I don't remember. It, I was confused. Everybody was confused. Yeah. And that's a huge thing that happens with, like, Squatch Encounters. And we were being mean to each other. We were like, nobody was right. Everybody thought they knew what was going on. No oh one knew God. what was going on. And we wandered around just for two to four hours in those woods that took us 20 minutes to cross. And once we walked around and finally we're like, yes, we've made it. Here's the path. We're on this path. We walk out the opening and guess where we're standing, Josh? Oh God. Right in front of the freaking Greyhound park. See that right there. That right there is what terrifies me the most. Okay. It's, that Blair Witch shit right there. Absolutely. Absolutely. No. That right there where you know at that point you're being you're being toyed with in some way, shape, or form. That does not sit well with me at all. Dude, dude, you, you want to take it down the rabbit hole a little deeper? Oh, always. Um, so we went back in April to this same exact was film to squash iowa right and we did and again yes it had been 10 years but we were we had been in those woods so many times sure and we tried everything to retrace to where we would have gotten lost and where we would have saw this thing and how how in the ever effing world we got turned around and somehow walked out that same it's impossible. Wow. It's practically impossible, Josh. There's lights everywhere. Yep. There's street lights. Like all we had to do is focus on the street like like from one corner, we could see the parking lots uh street lights where our car was parked. Oh I I'm not this is gonna sound probably like I always say, lock me up, but I think we might have been transported to another dimension. I know it's crazy. No. I know it's so weird. But that but, see that right there, man, that brings up like this whole idea of Sasquatch being like an internet yes. or an interdimensional type of being, right? Something that can manipulate yes. the reality around us. Yes. And yes, that man. that is bizarre to think about. But at the same time, is it really that far fetched to think about? It, it, honestly, no. I mean it's like you there's so many things and so many things you hear about and, and stuff that other people have gone through. Right. And this, this isn't the only, like, we're not the only people who have experienced this phenomenon. And it, it, it's like, I don't know, man. It, it's one of, probably the, one of the weirdest top three thing, weirdest things that's ever happened to me. Sure. And after, after April of this year and trying to even like, I was like, are we even in the same woods? I know we are. Like, we found where we exited for the Greyhound Park, and we found where we entered. Wow. But then, like, barely anything else looked familiar. Oh, my and God. And, like I said, I've been in those woods day, night, everything. And and the funny thing is, is two two days later, Gert and I, by ourselves, went in there in the middle of the night, and we had no problem. We were able to just find our way everywhere. That is nuts. No problem. That yeah. is freaking nuts. Not. I don't even know, man. Like, I don't know how I would react in a situation like that. Now, don't get me wrong. I've had what I think is an encounter with 
with what we would call Bigfoot, Sasquatch, whatever. And I was I was terrified, but I never right. I never lost time. I I never got disoriented. In fact, I got the f out of there. You know, like real quick. Um, because I was just done. You know, what is that noise? Do you hear that, right. pal? I can, I can hear you. Oh, there was a weird beepy noise. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I just I just heard that too. I have no idea. It can't sound like it came from your side. It might have. I thought it was just aliens coming to beam me up or something. It's very possible. I'm kind of waiting for that to happen right now. Sons of bitches. <laughs> Man. But dude, yeah, I mean, like like that is and that's the funny too, thing too is that's not the the last time I had a paranormal run-in with Bigfoot. Yeah. Um I you know, I've seen what I think is an invisible Bigfoot and we've seen my brother and I both have seen like glow self-illuminated illuminating glowing eyes. Like See, that, that makes no me. sense. So, when you're talking something that's basically like an invisible or a see-through type of Bigfoot, are you talking something that looks similar to like what the predator did? Yes. Okay. Exactly. So, yes, exactly. So with that then, would that almost suggest that maybe if we're going with the idea that this could potentially be an interdimensional being, that this thing was in the process of shifting? I believe, I 100% believe so. I do. I really do. It's like, it's almost like it's like if it's not just a natural like supernatural cloaking that they have, then he was like in between. Like oh he God. was heading cuz he everything vanished after that. Like I heard what sounded like something jumping off the side of this cliff and then it was silent. See, how is that silent. even possible? Right? You hear something large like that fall. It's it's like undescribable. It's bizarre. I think I may have lost you again, pal. Stupid Iowa. I think I lost Sethy Poo. I'm losing you, man. There it is. Did I get you? Damn it. Yeah, I don't know what that noise is. It may be uh, like a... Can you hear me now, bud? There you are, yeah. <laughs> Boy. Someone doesn't like us talking about this. See, and that's another thing, <laughs> like, right? <laughs> Dude, we did an episode. I don't. We've done numerous episodes on like, uh, you know, like the Clinton kill list and all this stuff, and it is bizarre. Oh. We, but specifically when we're talking about government agencies or... You know, things like that, like men in black type shit. Like, we just lose connection, and it is ridiculous. But Dude, we haven't, crazy. we never have these issues like anymore, though. We haven't had these issues in months, and now here we are. You know, here, <laughs> here we right. go. Right. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, I love it. <laughs> now, I was listening to another interview that you did. Uh, it was just last night, actually, with another uh, yeah. good buddy of ours, Ron. And yeah. when you were talking, you had like we. I think you were talking kind of about what you thought 
you know, what you thought a Bigfoot would be? Is it something that's biological in nature or is it something that's more like the interdimensional type stuff? And I thought your answer last night was freaking phenomenal. Uh, and I wonder, do you remember what you said? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was interesting to me because you said, you know, it you didn't necessarily buy into the whole biological thing, but you thought right. it was more interdimensional just and and then you even kind of referenced the Bible, right? Okay, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yep. Um yeah, so I honestly, I mean, sure. We can look back and we can find, you know, possible connections and even like back to the giant giants. Is, I can't ever say the super word, but that Asian um, ape that was massive and is now extinct. Right. Um, but everything that's out there, like, leads way differently. And like the Bible. OK, you, it, it specifically mentions the Nephilim. Yes. And it talks about fallen angels mating with human women. Yes. And creating these giants, these superhumans, more or less. Yep. And all of a sudden, they're just not talked about anymore. And there's no talk of them being wiped out. There's no talk of, of any of that. Now, like I said, the only thing I can think is they died in the flood, because I can't remember. I think it's before Noah yes. that they talk about this yes this is all the way back in genesis that they're talking about this correct yes yes yep um and so i think and this is again just like (laughs) i I always forget to give my thing but i have no idea what i'm talking about josh and (laughs) i I present my crazy crap that i've endured over the past 20 years in this weird field yeah um i have no idea what's going on but these are just my ideas um, by no means are they truth or like I'm stating it as fact. Um, that's I need a T-shirt that says that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what is it possible that the Nephilim, even like maybe it's not like pure Nephilim, right? But maybe you know they had offspring. Maybe maybe it was at one point it mixed with something else, Dude. you know. And 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 Squatch are now the leftovers and not not even squatch but all freaking weird cryptids out there right like dogmen and stuff like that like dude like there's there's so there's stories of like wars between the the bigfoot and dogmen yes that indians talk about and stuff like that and it's like all of this crap cannot just be bs i would totally agree with that like like it's too much the the story of the Nephilim or whatever, like, has always fascinated me. Ever since I was a kid, man, like, yeah, hearing about this stuff. And then really, like, when I hit college, digging into this stuff a little bit more, specifically with the Nephilim, you know? Like, they, they're called the Watchers, you know? And yeah. a lot right. of people, there is a gigantic uh, school of people out there or population that will suggest that the Nephilim are actually inside of what we call our moon, you know, living oh, and, yeah. and because the moon would be hollow and all this stuff. And it's right. really bizarre, uh, but it's just like a giant freaking spaceship or whatever. But yep. at the same time, you know, they're called the watchers, but at the same time, you could also then have them here 
watching right. us. And I don't know, man. Like, it's so weird. Um, I love, love talking about this stuff. Dude, me too, man. It's it's just incredible. And it, it it's so weird to me, too. Like, okay, like, you, you, you talk about the interdimensional side of things and stuff like that. But then you have the encounters with, like, people who are talking about Bigfoot or who are being stupid. No, I'm going to. Hello? Oh, you son of a bitch. One second. <laughs> just a second. Because I had a guest. I had a guest, you son of a bitch, and you just oh. interrupted. You interrupted. <laughs> Add people. Just a second. Who's the guest? It's my buddy Seth. It's my buddy Seth Olney. Oh. You son of a bitch. I can't <laughs> believe you did that. I can't believe you just did I, that. I texted you. I didn't get it. I'm sorry. To let you know that I was ready. I'm calling Seth. I'm calling Seth. Guys, this is production value at its finest right here. <laughs> Jesus. I ever met I Seth. Sethy Poo. Oh, hey. Hey, I'm I was just talking to myself over here. Yeah, I'm sorry. I hung up on you and I didn't mean to um, because my co host just oh, okay. rang in. So, it's my fault. Yeah, it's your fault, oh. Jason, you dick. But anyway, Seth was telling wow. a really good story. Um, God, I'm never forgiving All you. All right, I'll shut up for a few minutes to let the story finish. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I, I don't know where I was because I was just rambling while I was completely off the phone. Well, basically, I just said, like, oh, I love talking about this stuff. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, so what I was saying, too, is, like, is we talked about, you know, them possibly being Nephilim and these interdimensional beings, and it sounds, like, all super, like, epic. But then you have all these encounters that like hunters and um, encounter like as they call it mentally challenged Bigfoot, where they're making these insanely weird sounds. They're wow. doing stupid things. Um, they like have a, a lazy eye, or they just don't look right. Okay. But then you also have very upset ones, angry ones, ones that look like they want to kill you. And then there's other people who say they're just honestly like peaceful creatures. So, like, why? I mean, is there is there really that much diversity in these, like, supreme beings? It makes you wonder, <laughs> though. It makes you wonder. And see, now this is another thing, then. Like, numerous times I've read reports of different people who have claimed they know exactly where these beings uh, live. They know where their nests are, things like that. Right. They could take anybody right to them. They've studied yeah. them and observed them for years but where's the damn evidence? Where is it? Like, do you buy into this stuff? Honestly, man, I, I, I don't know. The, the, the people who say that and then they only will, like, show their own things that they have or they don't offer to take people. Yeah, it's very hard for me to believe. Yeah. Also, there might be something hidden there something like some sort of threat or something i don't know that makes sense um they could also uh, um possibly lose that connection if they bring in outsiders that's a good point too very true so very true um i'm trying to i'm completely drawing a blank on the guy who's got the bigfoot documentary on netflix oh yeah yeah yeah, Um, i watched it what's his name yeah damn it Ah, i can't i know I always know it, and now I'm on this, and I can't. 
But he he gets like he gets rung over the you know whatever because his stuff is so good. Yes. Um, and he's a little off his rocker. He's a little. He's not the most like uh, sociable person. Todd Standing is that his name? Uh, there it is, Todd Standing. Todd Standing, discovering yes. Bigfoot. That's the name of the doc. Yes. Thank you, Google. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Google. All right. Thank you, Google. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he is one of those guys, yeah. and he claims you know to know where things are and stuff like that, and and he's got those amazing videos, dude. Crazy videos. Love Bigfoot. it. Yeah, and instantly people won't want to just say it's fake. And, and I'll not to like say anything negative about my wife, but she's one of those people, and she'll tell me like she watched it with me, and she's like, "There's that one that looks like kind of like an old Asian statue almost. Yeah, it's it's like got a really flat face and stuff like." And she's like, "That's fake," and I'm like, "Why is that fake?" She goes, "Cause that's not what they that that can't be what they look like. That can't be. It just looks too weird." And I'm like, "How do we know what they look like?" First off, and it's because. We're seeing it, and it's so hard for us to believe because right. it's like not out there. Now, <sighs> now it's it's easier for us to believe like ghost stuff because it's like slammed into our heads all the time. There's so much crap out there. This and that. There's not that of Bigfoot, right? And so when we see crystal clear pictures or video of a possible Bigfoot, like instantly we're like, okay, how did he do this? Like, and then you see the one and his eyebrows like moving. And he's like blinks his eye, and the whole freaking muscle of his face moves. Dude, that's and it's like okay, this, uh, yeah, like is this guy? Why is he hiding in the woods? He should be working for Hollywood. Right, right. (laughs) (sighs) But if you if you really look at what Todd Standing does, it's insane dedication. Like the guy acts like a freaking animal. He lives in these woods. He runs game trails and like literally pretends to be an animal and then all of a sudden after doing it for a couple of weeks he'll switch it up and catches them off guard like brilliant absolutely you know? brilliant and he takes people takes people out to try to you know say that he's faking it show me that i'm faking this stuff and no one can prove it no one can prove that he's wrong and he's taking some of the best minds out there jeff meldrum who i like is yes. probably my favorite mentor in this field yes he he goes out there, and what's he do with Todd? He has his first sighting ever. Right. And and then Todd can walk him through how this Squatch did it and finds footsteps and finds tracks. And, I mean, unless this guy's got some elaborate team and this and that just to sit and make his own documentaries, he, that thing's been out for well over a year. Where's Todd standing? He's still in the woods. He's yeah, not he's, sitting on some pilot cap. No, he's somewhere. in the field. He's working. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that that's a big ramble, but that's my feelings on that. There are true people out there, I think. And, and like you both said, like the, you know, the risk of losing a connection, if they truly do have a connection with these sure. things. Like, I think that's why. Now, um, but I also think there's a lot of BSers out there. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Now, <clears throat> Koopsik, my friend, at the Kansas City Paracon, and you had, I believe, for like three or maybe even three or four consecutive years, you had this uh, this gentleman who was trying to break down 
the language. Do you remember this? Oh, yes. Uh, Scott. Scott. God damn. I, I know. I can't remember. Either. So, so um, Scott was, used to be, what was his background? He was military. He was a crypto-linguistic expert for the Navy, right. I believe. And then he taught at wow. uh, a, a military school outside of Right. I can't remember his name. Very, very impressive background with yeah, this so gentleman. He, right. Now he, yeah, he went out he, he went out in the field numerous times, time. right? And and he took recordings. He, he and, still does. Right. So he's in the field, he's recording these noises, these sounds, and from that he's able to then kind of figure out different phonemes or what we would consider to be phonemes, right? Because we don't have any other word for it, but right. the different speech patterns that may then uh, suggest what they're saying, what they're feeling, their emotions, things like that, and it was impressive listening to this man speak. Yeah, Scott Nelson. Scott Nelson, thank you. You know, I think I think uh, Jesse, my brother, has been studying that guy. Cause... You know, he was on Rogan at one point. Oh, that's years awesome. Back. He was on Rogan. Yeah, I, I I believe he was on the Rogan television show. The one I, I can't remember the name of it. They try to it wasn't the debunk. Rogan podcast. They tried to was debunk on the shit. Show where the, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. he was on wow. that one for the Bigfoot episode. And yeah, his his recordings are something is communicating. I mean, it's like anything else in this field. We have to take this man's word for it that he captured it where he did and what it is yeah uh, but you could tell you could truly tell his passion for it and right. his um his belief in it and i had no reason to question that he wasn't truly going out to the um it was the sierra nevada range yes. some well off the beaten area where he had to pack in on a horse two or three days to get to Um, carrying all this equipment up there and they would get harassed the entire time that they were there from multiple points around the camp. And he recorded all of this audio of, it sounds like things communicating with each other, distinct individuals. Um, it was the coolest thing ever, Seth. Like, honestly, if you can look into some of his stuff, um, definitely do it. Like again, like what Koopsik was saying, like, Listening to the man speak, uh, not only do you catch on to his passion for the field itself and the study of this, but you also really get the sense that this guy's not full of crap. He is absolutely telling the truth. Um, Well, his job in the military was to break down languages that people might not necessarily know or secret code to get the language from it. Wow, uh, it's very well, impressive. Well, it's not, it sounds like uh, again. Like, I think it was like right towards the end of our filming. My brother came to me. He's like, "Dude, I've been watching this guy, and I've been watching a bunch of his videos, and he studies and he breaks down the communication that's of it. Bigfoot." That's it. And he's like, he's like, because Jesse's the guy who does all our calls and tries to communicate and tries to get reactions and stuff. And he's like, "I figured out. I know now because of this guy." what calls not to make 
and what calls to make to wow. like lure them in and to to say things. Um, and it's so huge, like it's so eye opening. And yeah, I think wow. I think we might be talking about the same guy, which is so epic. No kidding. I mean, as far yeah. as I know, I mean, I, I've been in the field just as long as Josh. I've been interested in the crypto for a long time. I haven't really dived into like the Bigfoot community, but at the last time I ever really looked into it, this was the only guy that was doing something like this. At least that was out there. Right. Yeah. So. That, I, I'm sure it has to be him. Cause Jesse said he's been doing it for a long time and he has like this background, like you were saying with the military and stuff like that. So Dude, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised that that, and see that is, that's what's up. That's like, that kind of study is what we need. And Stuff I would, like that, where you're really just taking one part of the lore, one part of it, and you're really breaking it down, not trying to tackle the whole thing. Yes. And then people who do that and come together can really just open up doors like big time. Now, another question that I kind of have for you, my friend, is, you know, when we talk about, you know, Bigfoot, we talk about any cryptozoological entity out there we talk about ghosts we talk about aliens we talk about all of this paranormal thing and a lot of people out there also now kind of subscribe to this unified paranormal whatever you want to call it this unified paranormal theory basically where everything whether it be a ghost a demon a sasquatch uh the jersey devil whatever it all stems from one singular source now what the hell would that like do you subscribe to any of that man it it falls into uh uh, maybe um it's hard for me like i i will say the first time i ever and this this is something i don't even talk about because it's not huge but the first time i ever think i encountered squatch activity was while i was in a cemetery And it was like in the woods on the edge of the cemetery. Yeah. And it seems like it, like, and you hear a lot about my gosh, the encounters where people see a UFO and then they see a Bigfoot and I will go to our experience. I was just going to (laughs) say in van meter, we had a crazy experience ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know I saw a Bigfoot out in that field, but it, it wasn't like, it wasn't a solid animal. It disappeared. It vanished. Right. But I saw a, what I can only describe as a Bigfoot. And then literally, what else was happening out there? Ghosts so ghost activity, UFOs. disembodied footsteps, disembodied voices, EVPs, UFOs, all of this and shit. And, oh, and the ghost train. And the ghost train. All of yep. this stuff is happening seemingly right on top of each other. Like, to the point where I've never seen our pal Johnny Hauser so scared that he said, I want to go home. Yes. He actually said exactly. these words. And I was like, if Johnny doesn't want to camp out here, I don't want to fucking camp out here. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, come on, Jeff. <laughs> no, we ended up camping, damn it. We're men, yeah, after we did. all. We did. We did. Fucking, it was I, one of the most insane nights I've ever experienced. Dude, that 
was insane. Still to this day, our buddy Chris Case says F Van Meter. He's never going back. He says he, <laughs> he says the hell with that town. Never going back. Oh, dude. Oh my god. Hey, yeah, that that is I think the the first time in my entire like almost 20 years of doing this crap that I've experienced the trifecta all dude, in one night. So that's And that yeah, and yeah. I mean, you and I, uh, uh, the three of us or whatever, we can have this discussion kind of off air or whatever because I have this yeah. crazy-ass idea. But still, like, <laughs> it is amazing to me that because I hadn't really, like, Koopsik and I, we have talked about that before, this unified paranormal theory, right? Right. Um, well, the thing is, is even if it's not a unified theory overall, they're all con- they all have some sort of connection or they wouldn't show up together in so many cases. Exactly, bro. So exactly. True. So and true. that's where my brain goes like whoop and topsy turvy all over the place. Right. Because I didn't really subscribe to that. You know, I was like, Oh, I could see it and I've read the claims of activity, but again, never happened to me. Oh, except when were we out there? Mid June of this year? Yeah. That's yeah. The first time anything like that has happened. But now I tell you this much, too, guys. I have a good buddy who's in the field. He went to Waverly Hills Sanatorium. Seth, this is not a fucking joke. (laughs) I wasn't going to say anything. (laughs) Legitimately, they went on a hunt at Waverly Hills Sanatorium. He saw up on this whatever floor that is where they always see the shadow figures. I believe it may be the third or fourth floor, regardless. He sees what he could only describe as a stereotypical gray. Wow. A fucking alien in the middle of, like, Waverly Hills. What? What? He was so goddamn terrified. In fact, he quit. He quit the field. Something happened to him on such a carnal, internal, basic level that he is done. It terrified him to literally to his core. Done. Quit wow. everything. Now, wow. this gentleman wow. has authored many books on the paranormal field. Like, this is a guy who you would never think would just up and be like, nope, done. He is yeah. fucking done. Done. Well, we're always wow. chasing what yeah. potentially could do that to any of us. Yeah, but we don't uh, ever entertain the thought of what would I entertain it all the time. Like, if it, if it were me, I would be jumping out of that fourth floor window in my freshly yeah, beshitted yeah. pants. Oh, yeah. But, <laughs> but nobody thinks that things, anything in their life is going to affect them to the point that it actually could until it does. That's true. Yeah. That's very true. There are many There's... things that could happen to me that would be, you know, most being something that could affect my family but there's yeah. a number of things that could happen to me that i could be just like i'm uh, not gonna fuck with this anymore and just be done right. uh, yeah um i 100 agree and it, it's funny too that you say the whole alien thing because josh you've heard my cemetery alien story yes with the the thing oh. the thing behind my car yeah and <laughs> literally out there just chilling and let my brother and my buddy ghost hunt and, and it's me and two girls in my car and we're just talking and i look in my rearview mirror we're in a, a cemetery in the middle of nowhere i look in my rearview mirror there's this road sign and there is a seven to eight foot tall 
figure that all I can describe is it looks exactly like one of the aliens on the movie Signs. Never and sleeping looked, again. It, I was I was terrified, and it's standing there like I can just see it in my rear mirror. I flip around like freaking out. It's gone, and I'm telling the the chick in my passenger seat about this, and. So five, maybe like two minutes goes by. She just nonchalantly turns around and looks out the back of the car and just so fast shoves her face into her hands and starts bawling her eyes out. Oh, my God. And I'm like, what is going on? What's going on? And she finally like chills a bit. And she's like, I just saw exactly what you described leaning both hands on your trunk leaning into the back window looking uh. and then right then right then i hear loud footsteps slowly approaching my back door of my car the only door that doesn't lock my lock was broken on that back door it's slowly <laughs> approaching that door it stops and then lets out all that i can describe as a freaking clown cackle like this high-pitched witch clown mixed cackle. Damn it, Ellen. And then silence. Bro, like, I, I still to this day have no idea, but it literally was the signs alien. Okay, so that's... that's all lanky bullcrap. I'm never sleeping. I don't even know why I'm even <laughs> in my PJs right now as I record this because I'm not sleeping tonight at all. So and that's another thing. It makes you wonder... <clears throat> With aliens and all of this crap, like, are we being conditioned? So much so, I'll even take it a step farther. Is Hollywood in talks with aliens in order to condition us? Like, the fact that M. Night Shyamalan may in fact know what the aliens actually look like and then build their likeness for the screen. That, that's a... Uh... Uh, Don't fucking laugh dang, at me. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm like, I'm like ra- I'm wrapping my mind around that right now. That's that's pretty incredible. Oh my god. Um, this you, is you want to uh, hear the theory? The theory I've heard. Uh, and, I don't and know. This one deep, <laughs> deeply, deeply terrifies me. Let's do and it. And because it's, uh, I've heard, I know people who have had dreams about this happening that have no idea about this theory. Oh, That's what creeps me out. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a Christian of a God fearing man. And I believe in the rapture, right? Sure. There is a very strong theory out there that the government and the elite or whatever you want to say, let's wait for our phones to cut out here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we've said much I worse told, on the show. I'm okay. Told okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, they're, they are staging all of this. And which is obviously a known theory, like it's the government dicking with us, whatever. Right. But they're staging it more and more. Like how much more is aliens becoming like a thing and it being talked about? And I mean, freaking now it's being a, a thing for like Bernie Sanders to, to preach about. Like, I will let you know about UFOs. Right. And yet this is so something politicians theory, are bringing up. Yeah. Yes. Yes. yes that's what I was trying to say. Yeah. So, the theory is, is when the rapture happens and the Christians vanish, whatever, the government is going to blame it on aliens. And oh, then oh, oh. 
I've heard this they theory are, before, before. Yes. Then they, yeah, and then they're going to bring in uh, spaceships and such that they've designed or whatever as the aliens and kill mass amounts of people to convince, to fully convince, and then it's just going to be a, a freaking hell on earth, which is then going to start the tribulations and all that. But <sighs> that is someone. Somebody told me that, and I literally could not sleep for a week. Well, because like I pray to God I'm in that rapture, but I just, whew, yeah. Oh, uh, but that coming for me, I'm, yeah, yeah. It's terrifying, guys. Uh, okay. <laughs> no, because here's what's fucked about it. Okay, is like I can see it. Number one, and not only can I see it, but now I'm a little freaking terrified of it. Just because what was just announced this past week, Trump reinstates the U.S. not space force, but it, what it, what do they call it, guys? What do they call it? It's not space force. It was actually oh. it was actually established in 1985, and then it kind of was fizzled it away. Reagan Star yeah, Wars thing, kind of, yeah. So back in eighty or whatever, yeah, I forget even what the fuck it was called. God <laughs> damn it. I forget what it's called, officially. I, Reagan has I, Star Wars, so. right? Yeah. But Cold War, right? So what this is is basically yeah. So oh god, oh god. So now <laughs> it's kind of setting this up even more. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> well, this is something that they could do even without any biblical context or biblical. Nature. Oh yeah. Oh um, yeah. It, it's long time been a red flag theory in the conspiracy world since the nineties that the even before nine eleven that they theorized for a long time that the next big red flag is going to be a staged alien attack. Sorry. So that they can it's, you know implement martial law and take yes. over all of freedoms yes. and everything. Bro, okay. So it's by just by the by, it's it's called US Space Command. Oh okay. oh, okay. Okay, and okay, that was yep, yep. It first established back in 1985, fizzled away. Now Trump is relaunching it. Then you're also now in the coming months probably going to see the birth of what we would then call Space Force. I don't know if that's actually what they're going to call it. God help them if they do, but regardless. <laughs> it's, uh, you're going to see something very similar to Space Force in, in the coming months. I guarantee it. And this is a very Absolutely. big first step in that. This would also then potentially be the antecedent of that scenario that you just laid out, bro. And then, Dude. you sons yeah. of bitches. Like, and now, what Koopsik just said with martial law, do you understand Like, all I've been watching for the past like two weeks is The Handmaid's Tale? Oh. I, <laughs> son of a bitch. I'm moving to Canada already. I don't even see you guys later. I could do the show from Canada. Dude. I'm fucking out of here, though. <laughs> Dude, yeah, I, yeah, not, it won't matter where you are. Fuck. Right, right. And I'm not, I'm not kidding. In the past two years, two, two women that do not know each other, they're not related in any way, but they are both known to have prophetic dreams. Uh. Both of them have had dreams of being, one was hiding in a, um, like a, a place where they were hurting humans, oh and she, she said it was an old Walmart, which theories are that Walmarts are, are those, uh, what I can't remember what they're called. They're uh, FEMA, FEMA or FEMA whatever. Camps. Yeah, yeah, FEMA camps. Yeah. yeah, they were all being herded into an old Walmart. Well, look at how and many Walmarts the- are out there and just oh, abandoned. 
Oh, dude, yeah. And she's looking up in the sky, and there's UFOs flying out of the sky, blasting humans that are running towards this Walmart. Oh, my God. Then, then uh, another lady told me that she had a dream. She's like, oh, this crazy dream I had. These UFOs were flying all over, and they're killing everybody. And Donald Trump was driving one of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, like, if that's not super effing weird, like, yeah. that they both – and they – they both don't know this theory. They're not into this crap. Sure, sure. And I, dude, that shook me. <laughs> that is messed. That shook up. me pretty good. Ah. Yeah. I, I fucking yeah. Ugh. So, uh, uh, yeah, I was gonna say they didn't. They didn't mention though who was the acting commander in chief at the time though, right? Because we could just vote the other way. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so like, this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I was looking up something there that I thought was that I thought I had heard before. So Space Command, though Space Command as itself yes. ended in 1984, it never actually went away. The Air Force took it over and it's called Air Force Space Command. It's been around since oh, then. Oh, I see. Okay. Today. Okay. Um, they are the ones that already are in charge of every launch of, and watching every satellite out there. Oh, so they're shit. already an established entity. They never actually went away. Um, and they are the ones that control everything about space. Not, not NAS, Everything that NASA launches has to go through them. Everything. So what so, the hell was Trump doing? Why was there a press conference? What the hell was the point? I don't know. I didn't see that press conference. Maybe they're just giving it broader scope. Um. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I couldn't say because I didn't see it. It just says Trump launches U.S. Space Command. That's all of this stuff that I'm seeing here. It, it sounds like an article. Like I, I don't know what the article said. And I don't know what the thing says. But we all know that people love to poke fun at Trump. Anything. And yeah. this, that headline, to me, knowing that Space Command has already been around, is just clickbait. Yeah, I mean, it's clickbait, but this was also televised on, like, a lot of different channels at the same time, too. Well, they also do, they also are very interested in UFOs, and I actually, I know this from another podcast. This is the reason I just remembered this. From about a month ago, I listened to a show where they had this ex-NASA worker on, who's now in Hollywood, and he's worked, he had a UFO encounter Years ago, where and he videotaped it, and he was telling his sister or somebody whose spouse was in the space command, and they wanted all of that footage and everything, and and oh um, investigated it. Space command did so. Wow! So they're also very interested in anything in the sky or any UFO. Dude, that's so screwed up. Fuck this. Hey. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at uh, all. Dude, I, hey, yeah, I'm 100%. And I did remember my other half of description last night against Tehran, Josh. Yes. It was, it was, uh, the, and this is again biblical. Um, but when Tower Babel happened, you know, the humans knew everything, yeah. they knew they were intelligent. You know, and then they were going to become gods. And what did God do? He introduced different languages. He confused them. He made it so they don't know anything. 
So I've always wondered, and I'm not saying to an extent of like some of the stuff doesn't make sense. Like, why would that happen? But is God just dicking with us? Right. Like, is he just making like us confused? Like these, these things, why can't we figure it out? Like after all this time, everybody thinks they can figure it out, but no one ever figures it out. You know, and that's a good point too. And, and you look back at some of the ancient civilizations and they seem to have a better grasp on the world and they had zero technology is it you know right. as far as we are concerned today but yet they knew and understood more about just everything life in general the cosmos you name it right yeah and so is it is it a thing where there's like every you know century or something is there something that's being introduced to to confuse us or to dumb us down, well, you know. Christ, I would say something's going on because, man. Uh, oh, boy. It's in full effect right now. Yeah, we are progressively <laughs> getting dumber. Right. Promise. Right. And, and, and if it's not God, it's someone else. <laughs> Dumbing down of America. Right, you know? right. Yeah. It's that fluoride in the water. What? Damn it. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so that's always something I've like, thought about. And, it's it's a little out there, but it's like why can't we figure this out? And why does nothing make sense? And uh, you know, so yeah. Then if everybody's scared of aliens, then we don't feel all powerful. You know, like is there a supreme, more supreme being out there than you know those? I don't know. Dude. Just a thought. Just a thought. Yeah, I'm just not a fan of it. God damn. <laughs> okay, so hey. We need to we need to switch gears then, and we need to talk about now back to the documentary, back to Squatch Iowa, and when are we going to be able to see Squatch Iowa? Well, um, I, I'm I'm still kind of up in the air with what I'm going to do. Um, yeah, I'd really this is like the first time I've talked about it, other than like maybe one other person, but. My hopes and dreams is I'm going to be back in Iowa for a week come thanksgiving oh my god thanksgiving yeah and i am truly hoping that i can pull pull some magic together and stars align and get a premiere during that time i'm home oh god Uh, yeah uh that is the plan because magically and i almost sometimes i think that thing i believe a lot of things happen for a reason and i've unluckily but luckily been in a employed for a while and yeah. so i've been able to work the heck out of projects right and literally it, between the the years of 2011 and 2019 i finished one project one movie and a short very short web series and that whole time right this year alone i finished three <laughs> i'm almost done with three films yeah and that like, doesn't that doesn't include that yeah like what you've gone out into the field and shot like I mean, good God, man! We kept you busy. Right. Yeah. Oh, dude, absolutely. Yeah. And then we, yeah, I was working on your Fresh uh, with Evil, and then we did Van Meter. Yeah. And yeah, it's been outstanding. And but anyways, I've been able to take a year's worth of shooting, um, a total <laughs> of I believe ten hunts, uh, thirty hours, and I've been able to edit together. Now I'm approaching right now three hour documentary oh my god um, yes and and I've, I've done it in three and a half weeks that is amazing uh, bro <laughs> it, 
That's quick, <laughs> though. I, I love it. Quite a huge feat. Now, just uh, uh, yeah, dude, I just yeah. That's just amazing, though. Now, another quick question for you, then: Do you have anybody uh, sexy doing the voiceovers for you? You know, I know this guy, <laughs> and uh, you know, we we know each other real well. We we hug and kiss when we see each other. That's amazing. And- <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> His name is Josh Hearn. Oh, that yeah. fucking guy. God God bless you, Joshua Hearn. Dude, that's just amazing. <laughs> just amazing. Yeah. Oh, I know, God. man. And so we're, <laughs> and we're getting close. We're getting close to your time. Cause yeah, just give me the I script. I want to put though. it all together, and yeah. then I'm going to write the script, and uh, yeah, you're the final piece oh, to complete the movie. No pressure. So No <laughs> pressure. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be Dude, fine. You could, you could, you could fart and still be better than my haunted Iowa narration. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> the haunted Iowa narration. Which, by the way, guys, you can. That, now, where can they find haunted Iowa? Oh, they can find haunted Iowa on our YouTube at CCPI right. TV. Um, you can also buy it on Amazon if yes. you want to lend some support, so I can buy food. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, watch it on uh, YouTube, uh, and, and also you can find all our all the other documentaries and our yes. web series, um, Haunting at Ferrar, Haunted House, and then our short-lived series Beyond Existence. Dude, Haunted House. For those of you that haven't seen it or whatever, check that shit out. It is very <laughs> good. I was quite impressed with that. I really was, bro. Dude. That I appreciate it. That movie made itself, man. It was it was great. I just, put, I, I just clipped it and put it together. It was that was the most like sidelining investigation I've had in such a long time. Like I couldn't believe what we got. It's so great, but so great. Yeah, it was it was it was nutty. But yeah, check it out. It's all free, or you can if you have Viddy Space. It's uh, it's up on Viddy Space. Um, I think Connie at Ferrars my one I have on Prime. So yeah. Yeah, check check it out. Check uh, it out. And yeah, so, so Squatch Iowa though we're treating it like a baby. It's our baby right now. Yeah, and I'm taking very careful steps on what I do with it. Um, what I'm gonna do is it. This is a funny quick story, but when I when I did Haunted Iowa, the first original cut that we premiered to everybody was three hours and fifteen minutes long. Right, right, and this. And we, it was so funny, too, is we, we started filming um, in the fall of 2010, and we, I had it edited and ready to go in August of 2011. Wow. We started, we started Squatch Iowa in September of 2018, and I have it ready to go almost exactly the amount of time that Haunted <laughs> Iowa was. And it's, it's looking to wind up at three hours and 15 minutes. Dude. <laughs> Which is crazy. That's awesome. Uh, but it's so... It's so weird they ended up at the exact same time. Right. But, but yeah, so I'm sending out uh, the first cut to a small group of people. I need, I want to do feedback. Yeah. Um, and then I'm going to go through and do the fun uh, trimming the fat and <sighs> uh, get it ready for a premiere, hopefully in November. That is good stuff, my friend. Good freaking stuff. God. Yeah. I'm you excited. Gotta, Thanks, oh, my I God. appreciate it. Yeah. Jeez Louise, man. I appreciate you, like, coming on here in short notice. And, and Koopsik, you, you missed Sorry, it. Sorry. No, uh, no, 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 no. Because, like, it's fine. Because it was kind of interesting because 
Coops had kind of spaced the fact that we had the show tonight. And so, understandably, he went out and was doing stuff with, with a buddy of his. Uh, and then about a half hour or so before the show was to begin, he was like, oh, shit. <laughs> so he texted me real quick, which I appreciated. And I was like, you know what? I could just do the show or I could at least just start the show or whatever. Uh, and then I was talking to Seth here who just got kind of ghosted by a show or whatever. And uh, I was like, hey, man, like, come on. Come on to the Ecto show. So I'm, I'm excited that this happened. I'm excited that you were able to take the time and, uh, oh, and join us tonight. My dude, it's, it's been so fun. Good. This is, this is probably, oh, man. I, I, will, uh, I will get ghosted by anybody and come do this anytime <laughs> you want. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet. That's good stuff. Uh, when Koopsik when Koopsik finally gets tired of my bullshit and he kicks me off the show, <laughs> uh, like maybe maybe you and I start a start a podcast of our own. I don't know. Uh, let's do it. It let's might last it. a week, and you'll be like, "And I see what Koopsik <laughs> was talking about, and I'm fucking out of here." <laughs> it's like the SpongeBob meme, right? I am a head out. Yeah, I'm a head out. <laughs> I would get a kick out of those. Absolutely, would get a kick. Oh, out oh of dude, Christ. yeah, I, it's so good. It's just so good. Uh, <laughs> I'm three years in. I think I think I could keep going. Yeah, um, yeah. Actually, more closer to three and a half. The wow. show's been around for four years. That is amazing. Incredible. And then see, because the bullshit that I do is, I, I take these little clips of different things that Koopsik says. You know. And and I say, you know, oh, shit, that's stuck to the tape. You know, like when he says things like like this. It's science, bitches. It's science, bitches. <laughs> or when he says stuff like this. He did me from behind, which felt great. <laughs> like that right there. That was one of my favorites. Okay. Or when we were talking about the Joplin spook lights. Sherman Williams don't have shit on this. That's right. It's like just amazing amazing wow. shit oh yeah i'm telling you that is amazing yes wow. like eventually he's gonna be on sick. the show anymore you could just plug those in we could just have a whole damn conversation just like that It'd be like hey man what oh, are you talking awesome. about it'd be like shy to me sodomy just like that. <laughs> 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 oh my god just oh, amazing good. just amazing man Oh, that's God. awesome i love it i love it and then I I, what else do we got in here four out of five <laughs> proctologists recommend the ectoplasm shit. that's right we were talking about alien butt stuff <laughs> alien butt stuff that's what happens yes, that's God, perfect. man uh, and that one time that we had barack obama on the show stay woke bitches yep just like that <laughs> um speaking of we were talking about Bigfoot when I when you said he on. he did me from behind. That's what we were talking no, about. Well, that is that is from a, yeah that show. That's also I think the episode where Josh got it. I got in trouble. trouble. I got scolded. Listeners. I got scolded because what? I was laughing because this lady. No, it was a different episode. There was a guy that said he was raped by Bigfoot. Yes. Uh huh. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and I, I was laughing. I was giggling a little bit, and uh, yeah, somebody did not think it was funny at oh. all. Oh, oh. 
I did not. not PC, Jack. I not did. PC. I did not apologize. But that's all right. <laughs> God bless her. Well, for the love of Christ. But anyway. You know, at the end of the day, that was pretty tame compared to some of the shit we've said on this show. Fair point, fair so. point. So apparently that's the only episode that that person actually listened to, but that's cool, too. Thanks yeah, for your time. Listen to that one episode. Thank you for your time, madam. Yes. Lord. We'll see you later. <laughs> see you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> peeps we're gonna wrap it up mr alney thank you so much for joining us tonight koopsick my friend Absolutely. i'm glad i'm I'm glad that you uh popped in here too buddy i'm glad that you uh yes how was how was chinese food though you son of a bitch like i'm it, it wasn't bad wasn't bad it was chinese buffet I mean. well let me tell you like my buddy uh and seth's buddy also uh johnny hauser you know said that uh you know he was doing this thing called intermittent fasting and he wanted me to try it and uh, I'm on yeah. like I'm on like day four now of doing the intermittent oh. fasting thing where you just go like fucking forever yeah. without eating anything. And all you can have is like water and coffee and you kind of want to kill people. But that's OK, um, because I still have I still have my cigarettes. And so we're good. We're good. Uh, but I tell you what, though, man, like it is ridiculous, like all of this stuff like I am. uh I don't even know, but I've dropped five pounds in the last four days. Just like that. Probably because I'm whizzing it all out of me because all I do is drink water. So I'm going to the bathroom. Up there. It's okay. Yeah, I lost you. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. It's all good. It's all good. It's that damn Iowa internet. There it is. It's the curse <laughs> of the Iowa internet. Sons of bitches. That's all right. But anyway, we're going to let the good peeps go. Um, guys, I hope you have. I do have to. Oh, plug. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Um, I'm yep, sure you did yep. at the beginning of the show. <laughs> I did actually. Um, I did. But I'd like to shout out one of the shows on the Podbelly Network. Oh yeah, go check out Life Bites podcast. They're pretty funny. It's a pop culture show. Um, no, it's not necessarily pop culture. It's just the weird, creepy corners of the internet. They find this crazy stuff online, and they talk about it. Um, so check it out. It's a, it's a pretty good show. That sounds fun. I, I listen to I've listened to them for a couple of years now, off and on, and um, they find some crazy shit on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. Oh my god! Just that, and also call us or call me. That's right. Uh, or text me at nine one three seven three zero seven two five five. That's right, isn't it? That is totally correct. So. Did you do that just Which, from memory? Yeah. That's amazing to me. I'm still reading um, it off I, of my notebook here. That's all right. I, I do have a couple of texts that came in. We got time for it. Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, we got time. We got time for the text. These are always hilarious. <laughs> so this is Beth from Vegas. Hey, Beth. She texted us, uh, uh, go Red Wings. Just say that off the top. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, sorry, Jason. I didn't say hi specifically to you since I knew you were, were one 
receiving the message. Oh. This comes from the last time she texted us where she just said hi to you. Right. Right. Um, it says, are you trying to get Josh abducted in the Nevada desert still, or are you changing locations? No, I still plan on going out to the desert. Um, I'll probably be and, heavily, oh, Eric says, medicated. where is the ectoplasm show? I don't know why she's asking that. Oh. She also goes on to say, I've been seeing a lot of 11.22 everywhere lately, every day. So much that even my husband is wondering what's up. It could be 8.22 here, and I look at the TV, and it'll flash the specific time, 11.22. So not just at 11.22. Also in random spots and numbers everywhere, serial numbers, barcodes, license plate, prices, and other places. This has always been a thing with me, but not at this level. The past month or two, it's multiple times daily. Wow. I just wonder what it's telling me. Also, 11-22 is also my birthday. It's also the day Kennedy was shot, by the way. I was just going to say that. Did she kill Kennedy in her best life? No kidding, right? Man. We've talked about it several times on the show. This is something that I've had my entire life with 11-11 and a few other things. Um, It comes and goes, and it will spike at times. Generally, through my research, most of the time it first kicks off younger, like teenager to mid-20s. But there's no reason I don't think it, it could not explode later in life. I'm not saying that she's later in life, but um, maybe, maybe it's bumping up and she's getting ready because is we're going to be in her area trying to get you abducted. I don't think it has anything to do with that. Her that she <laughs> needs to get ready for that. It has nothing to do with that. God. <laughs> I think it absolutely has to do with that. Yes. It's all about Josh and getting him abducted. Yeah. Can't wait. But seriously, uh, I don't think it's anything to be afraid of. Just keep uh just try to pay attention to what you're doing or what's going on when it happens and see if there's some kind of pattern to it yeah god yeah i would love to hear like what else you come up with in that like if you start to like find correlations with that uh maybe i don't know whether that be a specific time of day or something that you may be doing at the time like i would love to hear like what you come up with because the, the whole thing fascinates me, that's for sure. All right, well, you can close out the show now, Josh, and then we can talk about butt stuff. Butt stuff, cool. <laughs> all right, guys, well, I hope you have a great rest of your week, and we will talk to you all very, very soon. Peace.